Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for today's reading, or for today's message, is taken from our gospel reading from John chapter 1 with an emphasis on these words. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory. Glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. This is our text, dear brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. You know, there's a certain inexpressible joy which is felt in all of us when we see the payoff after a long period of waiting. Every child around the Christmas season can tell you the excitement that they feel when they're finally on break after months and months of arduous schoolwork. Likewise, they might also share their anticipation in opening up their Christmas presents to find that one item, that perfect gift, that they were really hoping for. For many of us, I imagine this anticip- the anticipation leading up to this Christmas has likely had less to do with things like gifts or vacation this year, or perhaps even the celebration of Christmas at all. For close to a month now, we've been anticipating, as we've been hearing the promise, promising news of a COVID-19 vaccine, plans for its distribution, and a return to some sense of normalcy after what has been in many ways a very excruciating period of waiting. Our anxieties have peaked and subsided and well, peaked again. We are mentally and emotionally exhausted this Christmas, our flesh physically tired with all of the ups and downs experienced over the course of this very long and arduous wait. Well, perhaps then, a little Christmas is just what we need. As I speak to this fellowship gathered not in the nice warm sanctuary, but still homebound, still set apart from all of our brothers and sisters in Christ, perhaps some of us are feeling a diminished sense of joy on this most blessed morning. We could all use some good news, a little bit of that peace on earth that we heard the angels proclaim to the shepherds in the fields just last night in Luke's account of the gospel. But for this time, in this day, we must continue to wait. We wait for things like relief from medical professionals. We wait to be reunited with our brothers and sisters in this sanctuary. We wait for the fullness of God's promises to be fulfilled at the coming again of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we wait for the greater reunion with all believers in his new creation. While we wait, perhaps some of us feel just a little bit like King David must have felt when he wrote Psalm 63. For here the king said, O God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you, as in a dry, weary land where there is no water. Friends, as David waited, so did all the people of Israel await the coming of their far greater king, the promised Messiah who would deliver them from the hands of their enemies. At the time of Jesus' birth, Israel 
was also quite weary in their long wait. Their flesh was tired from Roman occupation, from the false leaven of the Pharisees and the resurrection denying of the Sadducees, from 400 years of silence from the prophetic office. But John's Gospel, read to us anew this day, tells us how after a very long time, indeed, John marks the beginning of his wait all the way back at the moment of creation, at long last, the wait was over. But John's gospel, the prophet, sorry, John the Baptist, spoke to proclaim the light would at last come among us to dispel the darkness of sin and to give us remission and freedom. What's more, this light which John proclaimed would be the very word which was with God in the beginning and which spoke all of creation into being. This word, this light, would come to dwell among us as his own creation on Christmas Day. The mortal, invisible, ineffable God of heaven and earth now did the inconceivable. He, in the fullness of his divine majesty, would enter into human flesh and blood like ours to dwell with us, fully God, light of light eternal, as the apostle explains, and yet fully man, born of the Virgin Mary in a stable in the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. After such a long wait, well, long by our reckoning at least, Emmanuel is born this Christmas Day, and God is with us in a new and most profound way. Emmanuel has dwelt with us in human flesh, not a mere mask of flesh, as some heretics in the church have long presumed, nor a mere token or facade of humanity, as still others have proclaimed. Jesus Christ walked and talked he grew physically and in knowledge. He became hungry, thirsty, and tired. He knew joy and frustration, and he wept. The flesh of this Christ was and is in all ways our flesh, but without our sin. And so when it came time for that flesh to suffer and die on the cross, he, by virtue of his sinlessness, made full atonement for our transgression, and thereby he has set us free from its consequence. He in his flesh died the death which was rightfully ours in our flesh. The great Christmas miracle, the profound mystery of the incarnation of Jesus Christ is this, that that which was eternal now became temporal. That which was immortal has now become mortal. That which knew not death was made to suffer and to die so that we, temporal, mortal, and dead in our sin, might now become eternal, immortal, and alive by his meritorious sacrifice. The humiliation of Jesus in his flesh has brought glory to our flesh, and now, clothed in his righteousness by our baptism into his name, we are made worthy 
to stand before him in his kingdom as his children and as his heirs. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, I tell you this blessed Christmas morning that this thing which I have pronounced to you is not something we wait for. It is a thing already done. Though we may at times feel parched and dry as King David did, in need of consolation, our bodies and souls thirsting for righteousness, the wait, I tell you, is over, and Emmanuel has accomplished our salvation. While we await the fullness of what his triumph has secured in this sin-stained world, we do so secure in the knowledge that our God is ever with us, that he will not leave us or forsake us, and as the Apostle Paul writes, nothing in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Throughout the season of Advent, we have taken time to pause and to reflect on the many and various ways that God makes good on this promise. The ways in which he dwells with us from mighty signs and wonders recorded by the prophets of old to the word and the sacraments administered freely to us in this congregation. Emmanuel shows us that he is not just with us on Christmas Day, but on all our days. The babe of Bethlehem, the one who was the light of life, is also our friend and advocate, our solid rock and our fortress in the day of trouble, even days like this day. Emmanuel in tribulation, word, wilderness. Emmanuel in the supper, prophecy, the church, the womb, and the manger are all just to say that there is no place that we can be where our God is not also there. There is no trial or temptation, common or uncommon to man, which he himself did not experience in his flesh, and which he himself did not march through to lead us out safely on the other side. Emmanuel in the flesh, born in Bethlehem, crucified at Calvary, raised on the third day, ascended into heaven, and coming again in glory is the final word, the most total expression of God's dwelling with man. So much so did he desire your salvation, so deeply did he love you, that he would become like you, so that you at the day of resurrection would become like him. And so, yes, now, even for a time, we wait. We wait for the day when we shall see him again in his flesh like ours, and when our flesh shall become like his, never to know death again. In this time of waiting, may we ever be encouraged by his real presence, comforted by the gifts he freely gives, and may we be bold in the proclamation that just as he came once in time, so will he come again in eternity. In Jesus' name, amen. May the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds this Christmas day and all your days in the light and life of Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.